Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey guys, I just want to point out before you listen to this one, this is me discussing my potential plan for the immortal system. Obviously, Vlandis, he's saying that he's going to change it over the next few years, which I think is fantastic. We need change. We need more structure. Now, I recorded this and I based it off an idea that I posted on my Instagram page a couple of months ago. It's going to be re-uploaded onto my Instagram page today for you to go and have a look. And I understand that uh, when I listen back to this, it's probably not as clear as I hoped it would be. So if it is confusing and you have any questions, go and have a look at the Instagram page. If you have more questions, send me a message and we can talk about it. It's a really interesting topic that I think is really important to rugby league, but it was a confusing thing for me to come up with. It's a confusing thing to look back at the immortals. It's just a complete and utter head fuck altogether. So if you have got any questions, send me a message and we can go a little bit deeper. As I said, I don't think my, perf- my 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 system is perfect. I think it's I think it's better than what we've currently got, but I don't think it's perfect and the reality is I don't think there is a perfect system for the immortals, but we need to do the best with what we've got and I'm excited to see what Peter Vlandis comes up with. Let's kick it off. Down the block. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, over the last few days, Peter Vlandis has come out and said that he's going to have a look at the Immortal system, and I absolutely love this because the Immortals idea, it's a fantastic thing, and it's its part of Rugby League now, and I mean, I, I look at the NFL, I look at the NBA, how they've got their Hall of Fame and whatnot, and I think it's a much better system, but I think we've gone too far with the Immortals, and I think that we've made it... We've put it on too much of a pedestal. It's it's too important to our game to just ditch all of a sudden and, and go to the Hall of Fame because the reality is the Hall of Fame, you know, it's taken seriously, but, I mean, it's nowhere near the immortal status. And I think that's just the... That's the situation we've got and we've just got to make the best of it. And th- the reality is with the immortal system, it's never going to be perfect. It never has been perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And... At the end of the day, it is a complete and utter clusterfuck, the immortal system, but it serves a fantastic purpose and it really, you know, it gives your top line players something incredibly unbelievable to achieve. And I, I really like the idea. I hate the way that we go about it, but as I said, there isn't a perfect way to do it. Now, 
Vlandis is talking about, uh, you know, taking away that five-year period where you can't be put in as an immortal until five years after you retired. And I'm fine with that. I think it's going to open a real can of worms. I think it opens a real danger for recency bias. Uh, but, I mean, it is what it is. As I said, there is no perfect way to do it. I did put out about three months ago, I think it was during COVID, the COVID break, an idea of how I would like to see the immortal system done. And it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I understand that. Do I think it's better than our current system? Yes, I do, but I'll let you decide that. I just think we need a little bit more clarity around uh, the immortal system. And I mean, I, I know a lot of people are worried about there being too many guys from one era. And the reality is over the last 15 years, we've seen some of the best talents we've ever seen. Like I could name you eight or nine guys that I think are worthy of it, but there's going to be three or four of them that aren't going to get it simply because they came along at the same time. And we don't want too many guys bunched in from one era. And the other side of it is that a lot of those guys, they played in the same teams. I mean, they nearly all of them played in that Queensland side, so it makes it really hard. But at the same time, when you go back and have a look at the current Immortals, so at the moment we've got Clive Churchill, Bobby Fulton, Reg Kasnia, Johnny Raper, Graham Langlands, Wally Lewis, Arthur Beetson, Joey Johns, uh, Dave Brown, Dally Messenger, Frank Burge, Norm Proven, and Mal Meninga. I mean, if you go back and you have a look, I mean, I think it was 1980. I mean, you had Mal Meninga, you had Wally Lewis, and you had Arthur Beetson in the same Queensland team. If you go back to the Dragon side, this is a club team. You would have had Reg Gasnier, John Raper, Graham Langlands in the same team. So it's not like it's unheard of. And, you know, I've never heard anyone complain about, oh, those Dragons, they had too many immortals. You never hear that argument. But when you hear it from Melbourne, we can't have Slater, Cronk and Smith. Like, they complemented each other. They were always in gun teams. So were the Dragons. That's the reality of the situation. And it's fine for them back then. Why isn't it fine for our guys now? It's an argument that I don't quite understand. I feel like we elevate a guy like Jonathan Thurston, you know, who won the one premiership, which, in my opinion, without Michael Morgan, he doesn't win that premiership, yeah? Michael Morgan, you know, saved his ass there. And without that without that premiership, I don't think, I don't think Thurston should even get a look in at the immortal status, to be honest with you. I mean, he played in the Canterbury side. He got in there. He was 18th man. He got in because Steve Price was out. Uh, he then won the 2015 Premiership, but, geez, Michael Morgan came up with the play that got it for him. I mean, Thurston knocked on a ball in that game that led to a try to Brisbane. So Michael Morgan really bailed him out in that game. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to bring down Jonathan Thurston, but I just find it funny that we we elevate a guy like Thurston because as an individual, he won so many things, like so many M Awards, yet we all complain every year that the M Award system is a little bit flawed. But then we want to push down a guy like Cooper Cronk or Billy Slater because they were in a team with other guns. They won more premierships, they achieved more, but they didn't get as many individual accolades like Dalian medals. I mean, they still all won them, which is, in my opinion, even more impressive considering they're alongside a Cameron Smith, a Billy Slater, a Cooper Cronk, stealing points off them, a Greg Inglis. It's an argument for another day. Now, my idea for the immortal system, and it is a little bit rogue, I'm not sure how well it would work. As I said, we've already got our first 13. Now, those first 13, they all made their debut before the year 2000. Most of them, you know, 80 years, 50 years, 30 years before the year 2000. Now, my idea would be to have 20 players that made their debut prior to the year 2000 and cut that off as the first 100 years of Immortals. So you have 20 men from the first 100 years of Rugby League. So that, that equates to two men every 10 years or... The way that I'm looking at it is four men every 20 years on average. Four men every 20 years on average. 
And the reason why I lean towards it being 20 years is because the reality is these guys that are getting put up for Immortals, their careers, they normally go for, you know, 12 to 15 years. And I think if you pick two every 10 years, all of a sudden you've got guys that are playing, you know, 12 years career. They might play six in one, six in the other. If you've got 20, at least you're going to see 10 years of one guy's career in that time for them to be compared for their immortal status. So obviously we've already got our 13 immortals, which I named earlier, which means that we need to fill seven spots in my system for the first 100 years of rugby league for the 20 immortals. So my seven would look something like this. Ron Coote, I believe he has to be one. Steve Rogers from the Cronulla Sharks, father of Matt Rogers. Terry Lamb from the Canterbury Bulldogs. I believe Terry Lamb has to be one. What he achieved, I think he was the Dally, I think he, he was the five eight of the year, you know, six or seven times. I he's he's played four hundred three hundred and fifty odd games, whatever it is. He's right up there in the try scoring list. Terry Lamb's one that I think is extremely underrated. For me, he would be an immortal. Uh, Alan Langer is another one. I think if he was born in New South Wales, his um he would be elevated greatly. Alan Langer, I'm you know, I'm New South Wales through and through, but I think Alan Langer is one of the best players we've ever seen. He would be right up there for me. Bradley Clyde is another one that I talk about quite often that I believe should be an immortal. Uh, he hasn't really been in the public eye, hasn't been in the media as much since he retired, so you haven't really heard much from Brad Clyde, but he's one that I definitely should believe should be an immortal. You hear guys that played with him and against him. I mean, I've heard Mal Meninga say he's the best player he's ever played with, and Meninga being an immortal himself, he's played with some pretty handy players, Mal. He's played alongside other immortals. It says a lot about Brad Clyde. He'd be one for me. And then after Brad Clyde, I've got two spots left. And these two, uh, I went to two more modern players closer to the year 2000. Both debuted in the 90s. Uh, sorry, F- Freddie debuted in 89. So Brad Fittler would be one. I, I, I don't know how anyone could deny Brad Fittler being an immortal, to be honest with you. I've said that a few times. And the other one would be Darren Lockyer uh, from the Brisbane Broncos. Lockie was just an absolute freak. One of the best captains for Queensland and Australia we've ever seen. Up there with the most clutch player of all time. So the players that I would add would be, as I've said, Ron Coote, Rogers, Terry Lamb, Langer, Clyde, Brad Fittler, and Darren Lockyer. Now, outside of those guys, there are a few fellas that I would be happy to see go into that seven as well. Guys that I think just missed the mark. And if you were to argue with me that these next six guys should be in over someone else, I wouldn't argue with you. Ricky Stewart, Gavin Miller, Peter Sterling, Bob McCarthy, Brett Kenny, and Glenn Lazarus. If you want to put any of them into that seven, that would be fine by me. I've got, you know, 13 odd blokes there to fill seven spots, and I could really go either way. I think I think Fittler and Lockyer have to be immortals. I think Rogers and Coote have to be. So for me, it comes down to Lamb, Langer, Clyde, who I could swap out with Ricky Stewart, Gavin Miller, Peter Sterling, Bob McCarthy, Brett Kenny, and Glenn Lazarus. I'm pretty open there. Uh, obviously, it's a really hard thing to you know, to make a decision on. They would be the seven that I would go with. And that was round out our 20 players from the first 100 years of rugby league up to the year 2000. Now, my next plan would be, as I mentioned, the 20-year bracket before. So now I would look at, we're in 2020 now, so I would look at any player that made their debut from 2000 to 2020. And the way I would do this, I would select five players in total. And I would select four of those to become immortals for the era 2000 to 2020. Now, those four guys, for example, and and this is just an example off the top of my head, I think from 2000 to 2020, the four guys that I would select would be Billy Slater, Thurston, Cooper Cronk, and Cameron Smith. Now, that leaves a guy like Greg Inglis who hasn't made it. 
Now, Greg Inglis, what I would do with him, and this is where I think my idea is perfect. Inglis, in my opinion, is the fifth best player. He's the he's the next closest to an immortal from the era of 2000 to 2020. Now, obviously, Greg Inglis, that's a pretty star-studded class. To be up against Slater, Thurston, Smith, and Kronk is incredibly difficult. And I don't think Inglis should miss out on being an immortal just because of when he was born and when other guys happened to be born as well. So what I would do with Greg Inglis... I would then give Greg Inglis another bite of the cherry. He was the closest man to getting it in that decade. So when the next, sorry, in that 20-year gap. So when the next one comes along, which will be 2020 to 2040, I believe Greg Inglis should be nominated during that era as well. Now, if Greg Inglis happens to get more votes or happens to be favoured over one of the four guys that we select from 2020 to 2040, so... Let's just say off the top of my head, we go with uh, Tom Travojevic, James Tedesco, Jason Taumalolo, and let's say Harry Grant. I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. We would also include Greg Inglis in that. So the majority of these guys' careers would be from, you know, just before 2020, but they'll also go heavily after it. So we can only make a decision on them at the end of their career, yeah, which will finish in that 2020 to 2040 stage. And I think Greg Inglis, being the closest man in the bracket, the 20-year bracket before that, should get another bite of the cherry. If the other four men are selected over Greg Inglis, fair enough. I don't think Greg Inglis should be an immortal then. But if Greg Inglis nominated over one of those four guys, I believe he should be made an immortal in the year 2040. Now, if the player out of those five that misses out, let's say, for example, it's Harry Grant, and I'm just throwing names off the top of my head, don't don't message me and say, how, how can you think Harry Grant's going to be an immortal? He's played 10 games. Listen to what I'm saying. If Harry Grant was the man to miss out from, for example, the 2020 to 2040 category, he would get another bite of the cherry in 2040 to the 2060 category, and we would keep on going like this. There would be four guys that would be put in every 100 years. When we get to the year 2100, we're going to have 20 guys from you know 1908 to 2000, we're going to have another 20 guys from 2000 to 2100. You'll have 40 guys altogether up from 200 years of rugby league. I'll be nominated for each decade, and then there will be guys that will have the extra bite of the cherry to have their shot to become an immortal. Now, there is no perfect system, and I know that my system isn't perfect, but I think this is a fantastic way to go forward because right now it's just murky waters. We get... Guys added here and there occasionally. We get Andrew Johns added before his five-year um, period out of the game. It is just all over the place. We've had 13 guys put in over the last you know, 50, 60 years. I think we need to get some structure to this system. This is my best way of doing it. I'm not saying it is the best way to do it. I'll leave that completely up to you guys. But the one guy I do trust to get this right is Peter Vlandes. I'm sure he will come up with a good system. This is my way to do it. I'm not saying it's the best way once again, but something has to change with the immortal system. It's it, it's too much of a great idea for us to lose through just the most comical rugby league confusion, lack of common sense. It's just got rugby league written all over it. We need set structures and we need someone to take control. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Peter Vlandes does with this system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.